All right, guys, welcome back to the Business Shift podcast. Today, we have Jamie joining us. Jamie is the president and founder of MySite, a company focused on automations and systems creation. She was inspired to create MySite over 12 years ago due to her own frustrations at getting contractors to do the programming work she needed done. And she reasoned if she was experiencing problems, then other entrepreneurs must be too. Isn't that how businesses start? I love it. So um, Jamie has been massively successful as an automation expert and business coach. She's got decades of technology knowledge on how to implement and use that in business. And over the last seven years, she's refocused those skills on teaching and coaching rather than merely doing. I love it. So let's cue that intro and then we'll bring her on. Welcome to The Business Shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy. All right, Jamie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Elena. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's so great to have you here. So let's just dive right into it. I would love to know um, and dive more into what your business is about and why you decided to start it. Well, actually, there's a funny and not so funny story that goes with that. Um, years ago, I was an entrepreneur started a real estate firm with another partner and we built it and grew it into a franchise concept. Oh, life cool. was life was pretty cool. We had we were chosen the top 100 new franchises franchise concepts by Franchise Market Magazine. We had an IPO oh. on Wall Street. We had about 40 between employees and agents. Um, I was making a, a very nice six-figure income, living on the beach with nice cars, sending kids to private school. Life nice. was pretty darn good. Yeah. Then I was diagnosed with a mass, massive brain tumor. Oh, my goodness. And I was told I had less than six months to live. How long ago was that? <laughs> Well, I've outlived those six months 36 times. Oh, my gosh. So it's been over 15 years now. But while I was out taking care of my health, and I've got a whole story with that I call Option C, which uh, I have on my YouTube site. I go into the whole story. But um, while I was out taking care of my, my health for six months, while I had literally written the book on how to run the franchises, it was a step-by-step -step manual on what color paper clips to use in what cases, right? <laughs> Down to the extreme details. I had never written the book or the systems on how to run the corporate office. Mm -hmm. And while I was out for six months, the company crashed. Oh, and, man. and I came back to no job, no business, no income. And then the rest wow. of the story, I also lost my husband and went from way up here to standing in line to collect food stamps to feed my three small children. Oh my goodness. So that 
started my um, my passion for systems and setting up programs to build your business around your life, not your life around your business, which is mm -hmm. what happens with so many entrepreneurs. We dream of starting a business and working Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week. Right. We, we end up in what I call the four-hour sleep week. <laughs> we're working and working and working. And we're, the kids are saying, can we go to the basketball game? Sorry, I have to work. Sorry, I have to work. How many times as a business owner have you listeners said, sorry, I can't do that. I have X to do for work. Mm -hmm. So I got serious about building the systems to eliminate some of the busy work because I find most entrepreneurs started their business to do what they're genius at. But while they're doing it as a solopreneur, they also have to wear all the other hats, the accountant, right. the bookkeep, the social media person, the marketing person, the janitor. Yeah. Right? So the amount of time they get to spend in their genius zone is minimal. Yeah. So my goal when I work with clients, I, uh, I always say I move them from frustration because they're so busy and not getting anything done to the freedom they started their business for in the first place by creating automated systems to handle a lot of the busy work. I, I always say it's the 24-7 secretary that doesn't take off, doesn't complain, and doesn't forget or show up on time, off um, late. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> uh. Yeah, wow. That's amazing. So you talked about building your business around your life versus the other way around, which is life around the business. What does that mean to build your business around your life? To me, it means having the ability to shut the doors at five o'clock to work. I work 10 to five every day. I have mm -hmm. certain things that happen when it's five o'clock. It's, it's time for me to go enjoy family time. Mm -hmm. um, vacations. <laughs> How many of you have taken a vacation since you started your business, right? It's one of those things that gets put on the back burner. I'll do it when, do it when, I'll do it when. All those I'll do it whens, building your business around your life means you don't say I'll do it when. It means I'm doing it now. Let's go. Mm -hmm. The business still works. Yeah. I, um... The first time, as I said, I, when I dealt with the brain tumor, nothing happened while I was gone because the systems weren't in place. People didn't know what to do. Yeah. Fast forward 2022, I had a heck of a year. <laughs> in March of that year, I tried to stop a dog fight and got bit 
and it broke my the bone this bone in my hand lost wow. my knuckle whoops lost my knuckle in the process wow. um, and ended up with a bacterial infection which landed me in the hospital for 4 days on major antibiotics and 6 months of recovery well wow. in month 5 of recovery i bought myself a brand new sports car beautiful car <laughs> In month six of my recovery, some person decided to pull in front of me while I was doing 45 miles an hour and totaled my car and shattered my wrist, my other oh my wrist. Goodness. You can see the scar there. Um, so another six months of recovery, it, bones were broken in seven places, big um, titanium plate in there. And so I literally had a year of having one hand to do all of my work and a lot of time in recovery between yeah. bacterial infection and the surgeries. And, and yet my small team and I had our biggest year ever. Wow. So having the systems in place allowed me to handle my health, to step yes. away confidently, knowing that the business was still there, it was still moving, and it was still growing my income. Wow. Okay. Let's break that down because this is literally what the foundation of this podcast is, is how to get your business to that point where you could... It's, I've heard it called the bus test where you could literally get hit by a bus and your business is still going to grow. My yeah. business is getting to that point, but what were those systems that you needed to put in place that it sounds like you help other businesses put in place, um, that are necessary to get that, that point. And where would you start? Like, where would be the first starting point to put, putting those systems in? Sure. And there's, every business is different in what the systems are that you need. But essentially, you need to know what the process is to bring in a new client. So whatever the marketing lead generation process is, how to close and how to fulfill that client. So mm -hmm. those are the three primary systems that we look at. Because as long as clients are still coming in, you have revenue generating opportunities, right? Right. So who handles what? How do they handle it? What's the steps? What's the process? When I do this, I have my clients literally pull out a stack of post-its. I can't reach my stack of post-its. So, oh, here's one. Um, and list every step in the process. I have them think about their last best favorite client the one that they wish they had a hundred of. Right. Right. And then go backwards and think of every step. Where did you meet them? What, what interested them in talking to you? What did you follow up with? What did literally the exact emails you've sent, the communications that you've had mm -hmm. um, and put them all on post-its and we stick them on the wall and we, kind of move them around and come up with the best order. And that becomes the process 
that we want every client to go through. Now I also have them do the worst client, the one that calls that you cringe like, that you can't wait to fire. (laughs) That's one of the greatest feelings in the world, being able to fire a high paying client because you don't need the money. You don't need the headache. It's not worth the money that you're getting. Right. So I have them do the worst client also and look at the two. And there's always going to be something that stands out, which was the point that the system went off the track, Mm -hmm. right? So we make sure that we never have that happen again, that we eliminate the opportunity for that bad situation. Mm. So, And then whenever any other bad particular client, not that they're bad, they're a bad fit for you, um, comes through, then we pinpoint where that went off the rails and we make sure and put that system together so it doesn't happen again. So we figure that out. And then once we have all the processes in place, then we start to look at what can be automated so that it's a consistent process with prompts for the human interaction. So not that it's all automated, but that there's a task that pops up and says, today you need to call Susie Q because she's at this point in the process. So stuff doesn't fall through the cracks. You've got it right 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 in front of you of what to do next. Yeah. So it sounds like that first step is really gaining that awareness and that it sounds like businesses probably already have systems in place. If it's working, they just need to become aware of what those processes are. Is that right? Pull them out of their head because most Mm -hmm. of the time it's the solopreneur who wants to hire, how many of you have heard yourself say this? I really want to hire someone. I really want to delegate this, but it takes too long to train them. It's just faster to do it myself. I've heard that so many times. Yeah. Well, it's faster that one time, but it's not faster the hundred times that you do it a week. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh man, that is, this is so good. And so What would you say is the biggest difference, if there is any, between being a solopreneur and a business owner? Um, I challenge you that there's a third level. So there's a solopreneur, which in many cases to me is similar to a business owner. Mm. The hairdresser that decides they can make more money if they do it on their own. The mechanic that can make more money doing it on their own, right? They build a job for themselves. Right. But they're still doing the same job, right? Mm. They don't have marketing. They don't have all the things. They're just word of mouth and talking to people and they're, probably living paycheck to paycheck and it's probably more struggle now than it was when they worked for someone else because they forgot about all the other stuff they have to pay that runs the business or buy to run the business. So that's one. Moving into 
what I consider an entrepreneur is scaling past an individual and building a system, a series of systems that run regardless of whether you're in the building or not. Right. So that to me is, is the next level of being a, a business owner and entrepreneur. Mm. And so when you mentioned to me that an entrepreneur seeking to become a business owner is going backwards, that's what you meant is that if you continue to just be in it um, and do the thing, right, you can know you're never going to get to the point where your business can scale beyond yourself. Correct. Exactly. <clears throat> and I, I take that from years of experience and one of my friends and clients, um, a guy by the name of Michael E. Gerber, who wrote a book that some of you may have heard, probably have it on your bookshelf called The E-Myth. Yep. So Michael is 80, goodness, 87 now. And he is still the, the biggest proponent of growing and scaling and building your business so that you can step away from it. Mm -hmm. Got it. And so when it comes to building out the right systems, do you have a system that you recommend people start with? So you have the process as far as getting aware of it, but what do you have a system that people should start with? Sure. Absolutely. So um, the first step that I have people do is what I, well, sec, it really is the first step. The one we talked about earlier about the systems is the second. The first step is I have them track everything they're doing in, over the course of two weeks. Mm -hmm. So every 15 minutes, jot down, sent an email, picked up the staples run, did this, did that, whatever, had uh, sales call communications. Um, and when you're tracking it, at the end of the day, I have you go through and say, this task should be, if I had a full org chart, this would be the social media person. This would be the marketing director. This would be the CPA or bookkeeper. So that you're starting to fill out what your organization looks like, because not every organization has exactly the same structure. Mm -hmm. So figuring out what the structure is. The other thing we figure out from that is what we can repeat, what we can automate, something that eliminates, most of my clients eliminate four to six hours a week of mm -hmm. busy work. And then we build the systems out in a, comp a program I call, I don't call it, they call it, <laughs> called Keep, K-E-A-P. And by the way, for anybody that's interested, I have really, really deep discounts. I'm, matter of fact, I just got back from Phoenix and won a big award. From oh, wow. So I'm one of the top partners in the world with wow. them. So I get really deep discounts if you, um, I can leave the link with you for yes. people if they'd like that. Yeah. And if you're interested in learning how to put stuff together, I love the software because it's an all-in-one. So it's a CRM, it's the sales and market, 
automation, you can drag and drop and design the programs that you're looking for. It uh, lets you build landing pages. It's got a calendar app. It's got a pipeline app so you can track where people are in the stages and much, much nice. more. Amazing. Very and, cool. And with my discount, you're getting it for about $120 a month. You can't hire a VA for that price and get stuff done the way you can with the software. Very so cool. I'm, uh, I'm happy to give a half an hour of time to anybody who wants to consider it and help you see what the opportunities are and possibilities are. Yeah, for sure. We'll definitely include the link down in the description. I think that sounds very valuable uh, because finding a software that can work for you like that um, is super important when it comes to the automations. So I appreciate you mentioning that. Sure. Um, for asking. Yeah, you, you've had just an amazing story and it sounds like you've gone through so much. What kept you keep, like what allowed you to keep coming back to the business time and time again? after those massive ups and downs in your life? Um, two things. One, a friend described me as having grit. <laughs> Sounds Un like you definitely have that. <laughs> Un unstoppable. Um, but the thing that scared me the most about not coming back to my business was going to work for someone else again, having someone else as a boss. I just, I've had my freedom too long. And quite frankly, I'm too damn old to go to work for anyone else again. That was in my 20s and 30s. I'm past that. I'm somebody who wants to do what I want, when I want, how I want, with who I want, and not have to ask how I'm going to take the time off or how I'm going to pay for it. So yeah. that to me is the freedom of being an entrepreneur. Mm. Man, that's so great. And so you mentioned to me that, that being a small business owner or business owner is one of the greatest things in the world if done right. What do you mean by that? If you don't have the systems in place, if you don't understand how to move things along, you end up working endlessly and making a lot less money than you ever did working for someone else. And I see way too many people who are just on the edge of making it give up and go back to work for someone else because all those loving people around them say, oh, you don't have to do that. Why don't you just go back to work? Take the easy way, right? Yeah. And they're doing it because they love and care for you but they don't understand the heart of an entrepreneur. They don't right. understand the freedom. Um, they don't understand the claustrophobia <laughs> that people get by working for someone else. Yeah. So I love to help expand that entrepreneurial heart to build and grow and, and, the passion for the difference that you as an entrepreneur are making in the world. Every yes. client that you serve, you put a smile on someone's face. You change, in some cases, literally save people's lives. So wow. every 
chance you get to help serve is making a difference in this world. Wow. Man, this has been absolutely amazing. My last question for you is if you were to meet somebody who's a hardcore solopreneur, they want to make the transition to being an entrepreneur where they are looking to uh, move beyond just wearing all the hats. Um, what would be your recommendations as far as how they can make that shift? Book a call with me. <laughs> That's the best way to end it. So where can people find you? Where can they connect with you? We're going to include that link to your software down in the description, but where else can people connect with you? Sure. You can go to meetwithjamieg.com and book a 15 minute or 30. You can book a 30 minute call. Normally I only do the 15, but go ahead and book a 30 minute call. Um, there's also Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of those. I think we'll have the links below. Amazing. Man, thank you so, so much for your time today. Is there anything else you want to add before we finish up? Just keep on doing what you're doing. Don't give up. So many people, another client and friend of ours, Sharon Lecter, wrote a book called Three Feet from Gold. And too many companies give up before they're just, they're, they're right on the cusp. So keep going, keep focused, and you'll make it. Man. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate your time. Let's go ahead and cue the outro. Thanks for listening to The Business Shift, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.